Welcome to Linda's Life Lessons Podcast. This podcast got its start with the chats that I had with students in the classroom and in my office, and it has now evolved to where it's a reflection of conversations I have with any of the people in my life. Nothing is off limit. If it's something I'm dealing with personally or people in my life are dealing with, maybe my students, maybe friends, maybe family, let's talk it through. Life can be so challenging, but talking about things with a friend can really help. So think of me as your favorite aunt or a trusted confidant, and let's talk about it. Welcome to this episode of Linda's Life Lessons Podcast. In this episode, we're chatting about one of the ways that past trauma can show up in our lives. This is a piece of what will be a series of conversations about compulsive behavior and trauma and what I call the road to better. In the last episode, I talked about big trauma and little trauma and how staying present can help to reduce anxiety. And as we learned in the last episode, we breathe to bring us fully into this moment. In, hold, exhale. So we've talked about trauma and we acknowledged that We've all dealt with it. We've all had it in our lives to varying degrees. Your trauma might be big trauma to you, but little trauma to me. Mine might be big trauma to me, and to you it would be little trauma. But we all have it to varying degrees. Trauma, trauma, trauma. So today I want to expand and to build on that conversation. Got trauma? Yep. Check. And that trauma can trigger other behavior and our response to stress and anxiety. So it ends up that our behavior gets shaped by our trauma. I had one big, 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 long-lasting trauma. I've talked about it in previous podcast episodes. For years, actually the majority of my life, I've been dealing with compulsive behavior. I know better, but I would find myself repeating the same situation, the same pattern of behavior over and over and over and over. The consequences of my compulsive behavior have threatened to ruin my life and most certainly have changed my life. And I tried and tried and tried to heal my shit so I could break that pattern of behavior because it was destructive behavior. I would make progress, it seemed, with therapy, with counseling, and sometimes just plain being vigilant and and constantly on guard, watching for that slippery slope to start again where I would slide down that hill of the compulsive behavior. But still, I would end up staring at the mess I made of things, worse than ever before, wondering how in the hell I ended up here again. Seriously? What the fuck? This makes no sense. Yet it happened over and over and over again. The trouble with, there's a lot of trouble with it, but the trouble with compulsive behavior is that, yeah, we know better. And believe me, if knowing better could make the compulsive behavior stop, well, no one would still be dealing with compulsive behavior. We do know better. The thing is, until we, A, figure out the root cause of our behavior, and B, allow the feelings that got frozen by our root cause trauma, we'll stay stuck and we will replay the cycles of our compulsive behavior again and again and again. And when we're once again staring at the results 
and repercussions of our compulsive behavior, we're full of shame and guilt and maybe even some blame. And that adds fuel to the whole messy situation because our lives will never get better if we are buried in those feelings. Shame and guilt and blame just freeze us more deeply. (sighs) It's a lot. So here we are, stuck in a seemingly endless cycle of our compulsive behavior, and with every new cycle or continuing cycle, we become more and more frozen. Until recently, this has been my life. A lot of hiding from the truth, avoiding, pretending, until the truth comes into the light once again. And again, confronted by the reality of my compulsive behavior, trying to begin again on the ashes of what I just burned to the ground. Nobody wants to live with compulsive behavior, yet compulsive behavior is a reality for some of us. So what kind of behavior am I talking about right now? It's a long list, but here are a few of the compulsive behaviors that I'm referring to. Over or under eating, drinking, cleaning, hoarding, money, either spending or not spending it, Gambling, sex, self-harm behaviors. Like I said, it's a long list. Your compulsive behavior might be on the list I just gave, but yours could very well be something different. I listed the ones that people I know and work with are challenged with. One thing that I did for most of my life, and it's really a piece of my compulsive behavior, was to sort of bury myself in my life. I kept so busy, always doing, 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 doing. I buried myself in busy, always with way too much on my plate and way more than any one person can do. And if you think about it, it makes sense. Staying busy doing things kept me from having time to think about things. I buried myself in busy. And then I would sometimes bury myself in stuff. I describe myself as a nester. I surround myself with things that comfort me. And I would continually find myself surrounded by piles that truly felt like they showed up out of nowhere. I always knew what was in the piles and the stacks of of papers and stuff, but being constantly surrounded by stuff and clutter is exhausting for our nervous systems. So while part of me felt comforted by having that stuff surrounding me, other my inner workings was, was like, too much, too much, too much. Always a battle. And then I buried myself in the digital world. My cluttered inbox, just a different sort of a pile. It was a bit easier to manage because it it wasn't stacks of papers. I sort and file if it's an email or something that I need to keep, otherwise delete. But it's still being buried in stuff. The truth is I kept myself buried in stuff because it was a way to hide and I was hiding from my compulsive behavior. It's rather like being on a hamster wheel, running around and around and around and around and never getting anywhere. So I would have these cycles of the compulsive behavior where there would be none, and then it would gradually increase and gradually increase and gradually increase until it was overwhelming once again. So every so often, everything would just come into light, come into sort of focused attention. And every one of these come into the light of truth moments was always accompanied by a better understanding of why I was doing the thing, why I was engaging in the compulsive behavior. I'd start to understand it a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Over and over and over, I would gain just a bit better clarity on my big picture. 
and I would work to deal with my trauma that was at the root of it all. I've done therapy, counseling, and every sort of self-help book or course I thought might help me. And it did, but it didn't. It actually took working with my mentor to finally, finally break through. No, she didn't figure it out. I had to do that myself. But she did guide me to finally getting to the clarity I needed. So yes, I've been repeating the behavior and working on this for over 40 years. But it turns out that I was working on the wrong trauma. I had what I describe as a compounding trauma, a bigger trauma that built on my big trauma. I call this bigger trauma my root cause trauma. So I spent years, most of my life, trying to fix and deal with the big trauma, not realizing that what froze me and broke me into that compulsive behavior was something else entirely. The root cause trauma couldn't have happened without my big trauma, but that's really the only way in which they're related. So to try to describe this better, it's like my life was, is a big puzzle. There are thousands of pieces of the puzzle in the puzzle box. I have no idea really what the puzzle looks like because I'm still putting it together. I've found the edge pieces and started putting my puzzle together by framing it in with these outer edge pieces. The therapy and the counseling helped me get the outer pieces together, which is why some of the time I would feel better. But the middle, oh my gosh, the middle pieces are just a freaking mess. I would get a couple of pieces together here and there, but there are still so many pieces in the box. But I was thinking the picture of the puzzle was one thing. Remember I said I don't have any idea what the puzzle's really going to look like. But I, you know, would work on one thing. And then, ha, total game changer. It turns out that my puzzle is something totally different because it's a freaking 3D puzzle. Confused? Yeah, I get it. It is confusing. So let's talk some more. Think of it this way. You're a little kid and your parents are always fighting. You and your siblings, well, it feels like a war zone in your house, the constant arguing, raised voices, and it's, it's a lot for everybody, but especially little ones. That's big trauma. And then one day, you tell a grown-up about your big trauma, thinking they're going to help you feel safe again and make the big trauma stop. But, eesh, telling that grown-up didn't go so well. Telling that grown-up caused so much more trouble in your life that you wish you had never tried to fix the big trauma in the first place because the big trauma was nothing compared to your root cause trauma. By the way, this is not my story. I'm just giving you an, an example. So now you've got root cause trauma on top of big trauma. And if you're like me, you've buried yourself in compulsive behavior. That's what I did. Because Part of me got emotionally frozen by my root cause. I had no voice, but my voice found a way to talk. It spoke through my compulsive behavior. Everything I couldn't articulate came through loud and clear through my compulsive behavior. Finding my way to my root cause has been the key to everything for me. My little girl self is unfrozen, and she is learning to use constructive tools to learn to use her words instead of her behavior to move forward on what I call the road to better. If this is you, dealing with cycle after cycle of compulsive behavior, there's hope for you. I found my way through, and I know you can too. I'm here to help you get to your own road to better. 
Because if I can do it, you can too. Let's get you unburied from the stuff of your behavior. I'm proud, so, so, so proud to announce my new course, The Road to Better. In this course, I'm going to share my process and the tools I used for my transformation, how I started to really solidly move forward from my compulsive behavior, my road to better. If I can help you get on the road to better, then both of our lives will be so much better. And for me, that is a happy dance moment. So if you feel the heaviness of the trap of your compulsive behavior and want to change your patterns and get on the road to better, let's do this. Get on my mailing list to get updates. The Road to Better is coming soon, and there will be a number of ways for you to work with me. I'm here for you, ready to help you on your road to better. In the meantime, keep breathing, because we know it helps our nervous system, and keep reminding yourself that you are safe and you are okay, because our nervous system needs that reminder too. I'm totally over the moon excited to share my path to transformation with you. Click the link to get more information about The Road to Better. This is all about helping you. I'm here to be your coach, your mentor, to guide you on your way. I freaking can't wait to witness your transformation. The freedom is totally, totally delicious, intoxicating, invigorating, and it's here for you. Thanks for being here today in this podcast about how we, how we get buried in our lives, in our behavior, and hopefully you feel, hopefully you feel hope. <laughs> hopefully you feel like, oh, there's potential for better for you because I truly believe that there is. If you feel the call, please be in touch. Click that link. I look forward to working with you. I hope that this conversation has been helpful. I would love it if you would share it with your friends, and it would be so great if you took a moment to subscribe to the Linda's Life Lessons podcast. It's always so great to hear from you, so jump in and write a review. Connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. As always, be sure to find your happy, love what you do, and make a difference. See you in the next episode.